And welcome back to another episode of the Anthony Mercurio Performance Podcast. We're at episode number 24. And in the spirit of our summer sports performance program, I'm going to talk a little bit today about the four main kind of sports performance metrics that we test regularly to see kind of where our athletes are at. In addition, we have um, just testing it. We also have a board uh, on the wall that we kind of have our top scores for so athletes can see and, and have something to aim for. And now, obviously, these aren't the only things we're testing, but these are the things that that we find that directly correlate to sports performance. And we're going to talk a little bit more deeply about that specifically. I mean, obviously, we also test athletes in how much they lift in certain exercises, but that's just an ongoing thing. And to you know, claim that you know an athlete that comes to you can squat more or deadlift more or do more push-ups or bench press more, those are all kind of easy, I want to say. I don't want to say easy so because you have to put in work to do them, but those metrics don't always carry over to improved athletic performance. And there's much easier to get a novice athlete or someone who's never weight trained before to increase their bench press or squat by 50 pounds in the summer just because they've never done it before. So it's a really easy metric that strength coaches hide behind because they're easy to show parents or show athletes like look at how much better you got but like no you just got better in the weight room you didn't become a better athlete which is why we use these four metrics because they actually do show athletic ability and two of them are running events and two of them are jumping events and because the way that running and jumping work we look at horizontal forces so our two big horizontal force movements are the broad jump And the uh, max speed on our air runners. Max speed on the air runner is about how fast you can accelerate to get to a certain number. And we want to see like your max speed. So it's an acceleration thing. And then on the broad jump, the broad jump also carries over to acceleration because we're looking at like a starting strength to get the most horizontal force and the further you can travel horizontally. So we'll test those multiple times throughout the the summer to see if athletes are progressing. So yes, you know, if you have a bigger squat, but these numbers go, they stay the same or they go down. Did you like getting a bigger squat didn't really help you become more athletic. It just made you have a bigger squat. So that's why I find that the numbers on the weight training aren't as important. Yes, we have some emphasis on them and certain things. We, We would prefer athletes to, do more in a single leg squat setting or even just be able to do a movement better than have more weight on it. At least that's for our personal, you know, goals for our athletes for health and longevity. But we'll test the broad jump, which is simply just standing behind the line, jump as far as you can with a tape measure and you measure where you land with your heels and then you try to beat that from week to week. A good number for a high school boy is anywhere, you know, upwards of past eight feet, a female athlete, maybe about seven feet would give you a good kind of barometer of like who has good explosive power and explosive speed going forward. Cause that does kind of directly correlate to your acceleration and your speed. And then we have our air runner, which is a manual like bean shaped treadmill. And once a week or twice a week, we'll get on there and literally just do five to seven reps of max speed. And as soon as their speed declines, they get off, you know, so they're just trying to get to max speed as fast as they can. And we'll use miles per hour for this. And, you know, we're trying to get athletes in that 20, 21 plus miles per hour range 
on the air runner. And again, as soon as they see a dip in their, their speed, they get off and then we record their top score for the day. And usually when they stop hitting those numbers or stop getting close, that's when they're done. We kind of just sprint with if purpose and intent. And once it's no longer fast, then we stop. So we usually limit that from anywhere from six to eight total reps, including a few kind of warm up reps to get their body acclimated to sprinting and running fast. The other two metrics that we use for athletic performance are vertical based. Another running one, we have gate timers and we'll usually do what's called a flying 10. And depending on where we're going to do it, if we do it at the turf, we might give a little bit more run-in because we have more space. In our facility, we do a 10-yard run-in and a 10-yard flying 10. So we have a 10-yard acceleration and then a 10-yard flying 10. So the 10-yard flying 10 is also, is is kind of, it's testing your how fast you can run from the 10 to 20-yard mark. So it's looking for uh, max velocity is the correct term in terms of track and field and what we're looking at in terms of speed. We have different phases of, of running, acceleration, what we talked about before, and then you have max velocity. So max velocity is how fast you are and how fat, how much you can maintain that speed. So that's what we're looking for in the flying 10. And different than the broad jump or the acceleration, the intent or the ground forces are more vertically based versus horizontally based. So if we think about acceleration, we think you know, down and backwards a little bit with a broad jump as well. So we're pushing backwards to try to project ourselves forwards on max velocity and on the vertical jump, which is our other test, we are going up and down with the force. So these are two up and down forces that kind of correlate with each other as well. So the, the flying 10, again, we have gate electronic gate timers where athletes, when they run through the first gate, it automatically starts the timer. And when they run through the second gate, it automatically uh, sets their time. So again, we're, we're looking for the max velocity for that. And again, if you are squatting or doing movements that are hopefully getting you a better athlete, then, you know, they should carry over, but they don't always. So that's why we test these numbers and we could show athletes that they're actually getting faster, right? So it's, it's a, not some arbitrary thing, you know, based on that, it's, it's a, it's a digital timer. They're laser timers. You know, we have a, a jump mat that we use. These are all very, you know, specific measurements that can be repeatable and they're reliable, which is essentially, you know, this, a scientific approach to making sure that athletes are getting better. And then again, like I said, we do a vertical jump test. We'll do a couple different variations of it. We do a standing vertical, which you just stand in one spot and jump as high as you can and the mat tests your vertical jump. And then we'll do a step approach, which will kind of give athletes kind of some freedom here, but we're just looking to see how high they can get off of a multiple step approach. With the mat, it's kind of hard to get a ton of like a big, big run up, but you can get at least like three to five steps into it and get a vertical off of that. And you can see like kind of how elastic athletes are. And also it's a good opportunity to teach athletes some loading to explode in terms of that, that kind of position. So a lot of athletes, you know, specifically our female athletes will jump into a, a approach jump and they'll jump again, um, losing a lot of that elasticity. Whereas our male athletes will take a good penultimate step, which is that kind of like second to last step and they'll sink their hips and then they'll explode up off of using that elastic energy and that big kind of breaking force from running forward to going vertical. So those are our four main metrics and why we find them useful, right? So they're, they're actually testing athletic performance. So if today you come in with a 24 inch vert and then at the end of our eight week summer program, you leave with a 27 inch vertical, that shows you can jump higher, right? And that shows you can 
improve your performance. If you come in running a 19 miles per hour on the treadmill and you finish at 20 miles per hour, you got a, you got faster. And, you know, your broad jump, same thing. So all these metrics, like they show that you have improved your athleticism, which then can carry over to your sports performance. So if you're faster on the field, then you're going to outrun opponents. You're going to be able to catch a ball that other people won't. If you have a ver- better vertical jump, you know, in basketball, you're going to be able to get higher for rebounds. You're going to be able to get over an opponent when you're going up for a layup. In soccer, you're going to be able to head a ball over an opponent. So these things have very specific carryover to athletic performance on the field, which is why we love to use them versus just like the standard oh, bench press, back squat, so on and so forth, um, because those don't carry over directly into their sports performance. They're arbitrary in terms of how much they actually help sports performance. I think weight training, yes, it might help a little bit, but weight training in and of itself is, is more about preventing injury than it is improving performance, which is why the exercise selection that we use is more single leg based and allows us to get our athletes in the proper positions to be able to handle forces and handle loads that they might see in practice or games. So test, retest, put it on the, put it on the wall, make sure athletes can see it and compete. And then you're going to get your best results following that protocol. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Anthony Mercurio Performance Podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, please give some reviews, some feedback, some comments. I'd love to hear from you. In addition, you can rate it on whatever platform you're listening to, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you might listen to podcasts. All these things help me to create more content for you and give out as much information as I can. These podcasts are just a way for me to share information that I've learned over the last 20 years Um, in sports and performance. Hope you enjoy and we'll see you next time. Peace.